Hello. Hello. Welcome to True Neutral Bad Movies. Bad Movies. <laughs> I'm Derek. I'm Keenan. And uh, this is a, a podcast where we sit down and we tell you guys, we watch bad movies for you so you don't have to. We review them, we rate them, and we tell you whether or not it's actually a bad movie or if it's, uh, you know, worth a watch. Yeah. Um, uh, have we ever pointed out our, like, little criteria, our only real criteria for this? Um, well, so the criteria for picking, quote-unquote, a bad movie are either movies that are critically panned, that the critics hated, um, movies that audiences hated, or right. movies that actually were probably regarded as good movies, but that I or Keenan or anyone else specifically just hates yeah. and thinks is a bad movie. Sometimes there just are those movies. There you just really don't are. understand why that they are so popular, why that they are. Um, I personally am a huge fan of bad movies, just generally speaking. Yeah. I love a good bit of bad movie sometimes. Uh, but there's definitely two spectrums of bad movie. There's good bad movie, and then there's just bad, bad movies. Bad, bad movies. Um, yeah. Um, and then we rate these films on um, four different criteria, um, oh, each yeah. one with a max score this. of five. I forgot about this when I took my notes. I need to, <laughs> I'm going to type as you do this. Okay. Uh, one of the criteria is um, the cinematography of the film. Another one is its musical score. Another one is its acting. And then I, the fourth criteria is just a general fun factor. Regardless of anything else, was the movie a fun movie to watch? Is it a good time? Right. Today... In bad movies, we're going to talk about 2007's Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider! Nicolas Cage starring Ghost Rider. <laughs> God, and he is so Nick Cagey. He is. In everything he does, he is extremely Nick Cagey. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um. <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, I do want to start this off. I, I found a couple of reviews of this okay, movie. Okay, right, right, okay. And I, I picked out, um... So... <laughs> I found a couple of reviews. These, these reviews I picked today are from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the first one here... Oh, that small indie website, Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, yeah, that one. The first one here is uh, one of the top critics here is David Jenkins. Uh... Oh, wait, no, not that one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm taking one from Joshua Rothkopf. Fuck you, David Jenkins. Not your review. <laughs> no, no. It was... No, this one's... So this one says, Grand empty gestures and load of CGI effects can't cover up pure schlock. Even the character's iconically cool trademarks, a flaming school and a fiery chopper are reduced to Velveeta slices. No, <laughs> damn you, sir. <laughs> that The first line of that review should have been on the cover. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, one from Roger Moore here. Uh, best lines of the movie? Is this thing ever going to end? Not even close. I sure wish this thing could have turned out different. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> my first note is Sam Elliott voiceover. I, I my my very first note I have here is uh, Sam Elliott narrator is great. <laughs> I love Sam Elliott. I am a huge Sam Elliott fan, and I am always happy to hear or see him on the screen. It it pleases me to no end every time. It's it's fun. It's fun it's got that he such was a in velvety this movie. voice. Yeah, um, just a velvet smooth voice. I actually put it in there because I was like, gotta gotta get that uh, gotta get that full worth out of that Sam Elliott cost. Yeah, right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> And framing it as a story that he's telling is is an interesting way to go about it, I guess. It has a comic booky feel to it. Yeah, it definitely And this does. movie is nothing if not comic booky. I will say that straight up right now. This movie has some of the most ridiculous comic book shit <laughs> happen like you've never seen before. Well, you did because it came out in 2007. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I mean, I guess, like, Post Daredevil and Elektra, right? This is after the Fantastic Four movies have happened. This At is kind of riding of on, yeah. This is kind of I feel like riding on the coattails of like the ending of that first era of Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I mean, it is a Marvel movie. It is, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but uh, Demon Cold. Yeah, that's even cool. Well, the first note I have is like the super quick cut flashbacks at the very beginning scene when it, like, okay. it starts out um, with him like ha having a nightmare or whatever, remembering like he's flying through the air doing that jump, and then he flashes back to being a kid yeah. and watching his dad do the jump and then be all whatever to him, and then it flashes forward again to him being a teenager, and the whole bit with teenager Johnny Blaze like the, yeah, the kid young... they got for that had a really Nick Cage vibe going on though I disagree I actually have in my notes here I was gonna try and say it casually but in my notes I have young Nick Cage is not Nick Cage <laughs> yeah well no he's not and I think it's really funny that young Nick Cage looks like such a like a teen heartthrob type character yeah. he looks so like nice in the leather jacket and it all fits well and he looks cool on the bike and then he makes the deal and i also have in here the when he crashes the bike and he points at the devil and he goes you killed him and he does that dramatic yeah. point yeah. i laughed i have that as a note specifically like that is so fucking funny the point the point all the way through the movie is so ridiculous it must be like one famous pose in like a Ghost Rider panel <laughs> and they just used it to no end yeah. it was he really fucking at, weird points at everything um yeah and then yeah oh. they flash forward and he turns he does this fade out fade in and goes from being like this teen heartthrob 17 year old that leaves his girlfriend who is still yeah, fucking... why why did he leave her? Because he made a deal with the devil. Yeah, what but so? I I guess he was embarrassed. I don't really know. That's he just not... kind of sits there in the rain and stares at her for a minute and she's like, "Why aren't you walking over here?" And yeah. then he rides off. <laughs> I also have as a separate note driving a chopper on a dirt path in the rain. In the rain. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the, you could tell like how he's careful. Johnny Blaze. He can ride a dirt bike. He can ride a bike anywhere. That's what he does. But you could see on the actor's face how careful he had to be on that path. <laughs> And it's really funny. Yeah. Just watch his concern as he goes over the little bumps. Yeah, no, yeah, seriously. It's you, <laughs> It's really funny. It is. They didn't have to do that. They just <laughs> didn't. They, they really could have made set that up in so many other ways where he could, I think like, it's funny that they got a young person to play Nick Cage and they didn't get a young person to play Roxanne. It's still just J-Lo. <laughs> it's Eva Mendes. Whoever it is. <laughs> did not care. It could have been anybody in that role. That's the problem with that role. Yeah. Is that role can literally be filled by anybody. And it's not to say that she did a bad job. Everyone in this movie did a bad job. And I don't think yeah. that's any fault of their own. I think that has everything to do with the direction that they were given and the script that they were given. <laughs> um, but then when it fades out as he drives away into the fucking... into the rain. Right. And it fades back in, and suddenly he's had, like, the exact opposite of a glow-up because Nick Cage in this movie looks like a doofus. <laughs> no, the, so the, the funniest thing to me was that they kept the same haircut. <laughs> as a, as though that was gonna make him look more like that kid they fi filmed as him. <laughs> and it look, does... Nick Cage has always looked like that. He's always looked like Nick it, Cage. The haircut makes it bad, though. Yeah, the, the haircut makes it look silly. They should have just got somebody who also had a weird widow's peak. Yeah, like just some kid. Like that, those <laughs> develop naturally pretty early. You yeah, should. I have a. I have a widow's peak going. A, a little bit, but like his is dramatic. Yeah, oh yeah. And always has been a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so it had almost as dramatic as him. <laughs> <laughs> it would have just been really good to get some, some kid who also had that going on. Make it feel more like that is actually Nick Cage. And maybe I'll buy into this from the start a little better. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I love this movie as a child. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, as a kid, this was fucking cool. It was Ghost Rider. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah, but watching it this time, I, I will, I should have started with, um, <clears throat> probably not that, uh, <laughs> the fact that I watched this on a skipping DVD. I also watched this <laughs> on a skipping DVD. All right. So, um... But there were, um, it just kind of missed chapters sometimes. <laughs> so, like, uh, all the, like, preamble at the at the circus he was at, didn't see any of that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because um, he was a carny at the circus doing yeah. doing tricks on his bike. Yeah, his cool bike tricks. Yeah. Which is a weird that carny to have style. at the circus, I think, but whatever. Well, if you got a stuntman and you got a stuntman's son. Yeah. Yeah, or or a daredevil. You would probably call them a daredevil in a circus. Um, and then I think some of the best acting in this movie is done by his manager, Mac. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally, Mac that guy kills it in his role. Every scene he's in, he steals that fucking scene. He he's so a funny. a really good job. I think I've seen him in other stuff. I don't know the actor. I can look up... I'm going to look up the actor's name. We're giving him props, so... Let's yeah, go. because he... He's quite possibly the best actor in this movie. <laughs> Every time he was on screen, I was laughing. I was having fun. It was great. It was a good time. Mind you, my neighbors probably hated this, because I watched this at about 
two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... Um, and then he does the whole jump where his his uh, manager Mac is like telling him to to not jump the cars. It's too many cars. It's too far. You don't need to do that. And so instead, Donald he Logue. I don't. I'm not entirely sure how to say that name. I think it's Logue. Logue. Yeah. Donald Logue. Anyway, he did an awesome job. He did an amazing job. And Donald he was telling Logue, him not to go too far. You did great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, instead of him uh, jumping over cars, he, he promised Mac he took the cars out. And so instead he brings in the, the Blackhawks, the six Blackhawk helicopters to jump over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, this, no so that was... That I have okay, so I got a couple things I gotta talk about here. Okay. So um, first of all, he ran away from his stunt circus pass to do his own crazy stunts. Yes, yes, that's exactly what he did. He what, went and got himself a manager and and started doing his own shit. So and once again, why didn't he take her? I really don't know. No, because if that was his plan, if he was gonna go be in the public spotlight, well, because like, he sold his soul for love. Anyways, like, he sold his soul to be with her, and then he immediately leaves her. Just, just, yeah, well, yeah, just tell her, tell her outright, like, hey, I, uh, sold my soul a bit. It was to save my dad, and he was super healthy until that crash. You know the crash. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I believe my soul is sold. And that may come into play later in my life. And whether she takes it as a joke or not, you told her. Yeah. That's all all he needed to do. That's literally it. And I don't understand why, if he was just going to go be a successful stuntman very much in the public eye. I have another one here. Why are... What world are stuntmen this popular? Uh, it's, well, he's playing on the evil Knievel trope. And evil Knievel was extremely popular. Right. Okay, I will point out for context that notice actually after he stops the highway down yeah and so i love the interview he gives before that no 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 yeah <laughs> I, I just wanted to say like everyone in that highway <laughs> yo they coming. all came running up that's a note in my in my thing how they all came running up. right and so like anyway he just is ridiculously popular in this world um but we, we're getting to his his thing uh, video games in movies. Don't do that. <laughs> just never do that. It always looks dumb or bad. Just, just Somebody's reading a book instead. Yeah. <laughs> video games always, they date the movies so hard that video game looks silly. <laughs> just don't show it. If you're going to do it, do the stupid person doing controller motions. Maybe even have them playing a real game yeah. so it doesn't look like they're just button mashing weird shit. But... but. But but don't show the game. Yeah. There's no need to show the game. It's silly. It looks so silly. I guess nowadays you could get away with it. Just make it a Call of Duty game. Yeah. If you do any generic Call of Duty game, people will be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. The graphics on those are good enough, and they move. those games move fast enough that you wouldn't really be able to tell. Yeah. Fair enough. It's, it's just silly. Yeah. yeah I, I understand. It's um, But... Oh, <laughs> he didn't watch his show, is the note here. Uh, and that's because in the bus, when they were all, like, making him watch the footage, like, you almost died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was like, no, I, I was watching my show, or I was about to watch my show. 
<laughs> and then at the end of the scene, he just the Mac just shuts the TV off, and then he just sits there and like solemnly looks out the window. And I was like, oh, he didn't watch his show. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet CG dreamscape. Because he has a dream. Goes into dream time. Oh, yeah. Um, ironic use of the word angel by the demon guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Yeah. All of his dialogue is so bad. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then when Matt comes to back to, the, to, to, to his pad, mm-hmm. like, is that his place? Yeah. And they're like doing a thing they're just talking or whatever uh nick cage to avoid the conversation goes over to turn on the tv literally the second he turns on the tv he starts laughing (laughs) the second that screen has turned all the way on it's an old tv so you can hear it turn on Mm -hmm. once it is all the way on he is laughing whatever is he has in there is so funny (laughs) Yeah, he's he might just be an easy guy to amuse, you know. As soon as his favorite characters show up on the screen, he's like, ha, 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 ha. "It was, it was that manic." I mean, it was so Nick Cagey, but like, man, the, that really caught me off guard. Just the second he turned the TV on. What? You had no notes before the helicopter thing? No, no. Oh, my God. So he got martini glasses full of red, yellow jelly beans because he doesn't drink. (laughs) I do remember that. There's just jars of them throughout the movie, and they're all red and yellow jelly beans. Is this (laughs) a thing Nick Cage was actually doing? What is the point? (laughs) I couldn't tell you, but that's funny. Bad guy smells fear and ices an entire bar of people. Get it? <laughs> Soby Dome. Yeah, yeah, the Soby Dome. Yeah. That was some good product placement just slapped in the middle there. That also dates this movie really right. heavily. It really hard. <laughs> Drinking straight from the coffee pot. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting thing. I, I did take I did mentally I like, take note of that like I remember like that image will never leave one's head because at first when it the, he's first pulling it up to his mouth it almost looks like he's hesitant of it he's like oh I don't know how hot this is actually but then when it cuts to the other one he's just like going yeah, for it he's it just slugging that comes cup. down his face <laughs> um oh how did Eva Mendez place herself so perfectly for that line. Her entrance line. What did she have to do to get to that particular entryway that was coming from the crowd? <laughs> I to get there right on time, and there was no people in between them when he was surrounded by cameras. Otherwise, <laughs> she obviously has perfect timing. <laughs> Worst interview ever. Yeah, it literally is the worst interview ever. It's she asks him like three questions, and I, he says something like, "How have you been? Yeah. How was your day?" He and, doesn't answer any of the questions. And then he, the one question he does answer, he answers with, "Yeah, yeah." 
<laughs> and then just... he just stares and smiles, and he gives her this weird curt little nod. <laughs> 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 it was just like you could not possibly be any more awkward in that. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. Um, but yeah, then he snuck helicopters past his main organizer guy. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy does everything for him. He sits around, watches his TV, and eats his red and yellow jelly beans, and maybe trains. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but he doesn't do any of the stuff for it. He clearly just sits back and lets all that stuff happen around him and does the jumps. Yeah. Like, that's why everybody's so concerned about keeping him... Well, I mean, they probably do care about him as well, but he's the only reason they have anything they can do. Like, all of their organization, all of their shit is based around him. Mm-hmm. So it's important to them that he stays alive for more reasons than one. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> so yeah, how did the person who runs his entire schedule and is apparently part-time mechanic sometimes, yeah sometimes I, maybe um get helicopters I like assume, six black hawk helicopters I, I snuck assume, past him in any way shape or form I, well because they also made it very clear that mac told johnny to take the cars out so he told Johnny to take care of that thing. Right. So I guess whatever guy had the cars also had six Black Hawk helicopters. <laughs> Maybe he called a separate guy. Yeah. Who he was friends with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Johnny Blaze probably has lots of people he knows can call favors in from. Yeah. Like, I want to do this crazy stunt. It'll make all of us a lot of money. Why do you want to do that? Because my dad thought it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. <laughs> that was like the line that convinced him to not be mad about yeah, him right. fucking changing all of the plans that he had for that jump. <laughs> so, after that, he won't take no for an answer and endangers many, many lives. Yeah, yeah, he does this crazy thing on the highway where he's riding the motorcycle next to Roxanne and her camera guy, and he's like... At first, he's doing weird motorcycle stunts, like sitting on the handlebars and like, doing yeah. like wheelies, but on the front tire and shit, like yeah. doing all sorts of ridiculous shit. And then he tries to convince her to pull over, and she says no. So he goes around to the other side and tells the the camera guy who's driving to pull over, and he's like, no, no, mm-hmm. sorry, she's the boss. And so he just drives way up in front of them. And then stops in the middle of what she calls a freeway, but what I would call a two-lane highway. <laughs> yeah, because he almost gets hit by a, a big truck coming the other way. Mm-hmm. Because he's not paying attention. Yeah. And uh, and then he causes a pileup of a bunch of cars that I did not see behind that van until immediately after they stopped. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden there was a huge backup of people. Yeah, so many. And then, yeah, like we noted earlier, literally every one of them gets out of their cars to come and say, give me an autograph, I love you, Johnny Blaze. But they waited politely until after he talked to Roxanne and yeah. kissed her and somehow... A, one kiss oh, yeah. was all it took to convince her to come back for a, a date. 
no listen just kiss and that works yeah yeah he she's like telling him no and that he made his decision and he needs to like whatever and he just like moves past her and just kisses her just like runs in and kisses her and then he steps back and he's like was that too much and then she agrees to go on a date with him. <laughs> it was too much. It was way too forward. Nothing had been established that that was okay. You just effectively kidnapped her on the highway. Like, not, like, totally, but, like, it kind of held her up there. And I mean, she yeah. is smiling, though, the entire time as well. I, I know, but it's still, like... It's, it is... Weird. It, it should. It, it, they wrote it to be endearing, and it's not. It's weird. Is it's what it is. It's weird, and it's scary behavior. <laughs> that man needs a psyche valve <laughs> before before his head goes on fire. Um. Um. Uh, and then, what is the editing and acting in the demon scene? I I truly could not tell you. <laughs> I really it's, just. It's atrocious. All of it feels weird. The CGI weird and of bad the demons themselves <laughs> is really weird. The one demon with pointy teeth who just laughs. Yeah. And that's most of his lines of dialogue is just laughter. <laughs> and for like no apparent reason, like he doesn't do anything clever beforehand. Nobody kills anybody right before he says something or right before he does that. Like there's no reason for this bad guy to be laughing and I just he just is. Mhm. It's not it's not a scary laugh, it's just like a A laugh. An amused chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> a sustained amused chuckle, and it's very odd. Yeah, no, it's bad. All the CGI in this movie is bad. That's specifically a note I have in here as well, is just horrible CGI. <laughs> just all of it's really bad. Um the Nick Cage transformation though, when he oh, stands man. her up on the date. You I got like Three notes before. Okay, before. fine. Then. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got so brief on your notes. Well, <laughs> I'm hitting the main beats of the movie. Why did he work so hard for this date just to be late? He was late before the Ghost Rider stuff started. <laughs> yeah, he was. She was already there drinking wine and being she, pissed off. She was a glass down already. <laughs> and he's standing in the mirror saying, "What's he telling himself?" Uh, I. You, what's his mantra? He uh, tells himself that in the mirror. You are the boss, or you can do this. Some, something along those lines. It's some stupid mantra. It's, it's some. It's a line that you're supposed to walk away from this movie going, "That was cool." Like it's like whatever. I could not tell you what it is. <laughs> I watched this movie like 15 hours ago. <laughs> it's not a very good mantra. <laughs> it's really not. Um. People in the early 2000s would have shit if we showed them Snapchat filters. <laughs> Based on this movie alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Um, That's a good note. <laughs> <laughs> CGI fire. You see, lots and lots of CGI fire. Does he not control the motorcycle? The one, the one part of the fire that did not look like CGI to me was when he's first walking, like as the transformation starts to hit, and just the bottoms of his boots are on fire. Yeah, that, and he's leaving those flaming like footprints behind him. That looked very real, and the way the fire was left behind only in the spots where he put down a lot of pressure with his foot as he was walking. Yeah, like that all that looked like real fire. All the rest of the fire in this movie is CGI. <laughs> very evidently. Yeah. 
super obvious like PS2 era CGI. <laughs> but yeah, does he not control the motorcycle? Like, well, he does. But he doesn't. He whistles for it like a dog or a horse, and it comes to him. So, yeah, he does, I guess. But it also can go on its own. I think. Okay. <laughs> All right, um, and then, I, yeah, I got Nick Cage screams in the uh, transformation. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a big thing for me. The, the, <laughs> the, the, if there's one thing Nick Cage is really good at, it's looking up right into a camera and screaming like a madman. <laughs> and he, he nails is that every time. so good at it. <laughs> oh, he fucking killed it with that. It was very, it was... Okay, it was funny to watch. It was just amusing for me to watch. Yeah, it no, it was it really... I wasn't scared by the transformation. It wasn't, like, an intimidating thing to see. It was just funny to watch. Yeah. Because uh, he, he just the way he goes from laughing to screaming to, like, yelling to, like... He's so good at being manic. Yeah. It looked, it looked like somebody having a manic episode and not, like, a painful transformation. Yeah. Um, I, I will give credit to him that there's, you know, the CGI on this movie was not very good, and, like, it's not like he was in a suit, like, a ball suit or anything. He was just doing that. Yeah. Just straight face. And then there was a very obvious cut where it cut to the, <laughs> the CGI Ghost Rider head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who looks silly when he talks? Uh, he, he looks just... really silly. He sounds really silly. One of my notes is here is every time Ghost Rider talks, it sounds hilarious. <laughs> because he sounds so funny. It's like weird auto-tuny but toned down and made gravelly. Like, it's the weirdest. I'm like, just use his voice. <laughs> just, just, like, if you want to tone it down, I get it. Maybe he doesn't want to growl for you. I find that hard to believe. It's Nick Cage. <laughs> But, like, just to tone his voice down, what are you yeah. doing? Um, the, however, one of my next notes in the thing is he's, he's scary. Because one of the first things he does, he takes that, uh, the criminal that's yeah, robbing he, that chick. He effectively murders a random mugger. He does. Well, the guy blinks afterwards, but he steals his soul. <laughs> he gives him the penance stare. Yeah. And, uh... That's why I said effectively. I think you could still find his body, and it would probably still be breathing. It's just yeah, not there's, there. Yeah, and his eyes are coals now. And his, that I liked that effect. That is the one effect in this movie, that every time he did the pin and stare, and it zoomed in on, like, someone, and their eyes had turned, like, to this molten coal. Yeah. Like, that was cool. I, I liked that. Agreed. Um, and then, obviously, the girl he saves, the Rebel Wilson cameo, yeah, yeah. which is great. Yeah. I had forgotten that she was in this movie. <laughs> and then she the the next scene is her giving that that interview. Oh no, no, come on now. Well, I guess there's more of the Roxanne being mad and getting more and more and more drunk at the bar as the night goes on. Yeah, well, let's see. Uh, I know I have Nope, I guess I didn't put the note in the... Oh, nope, there it is. I found it. I found the thing. Okay, mm -hmm. sorry. Um, why didn't the devil go for his dad? Um, I don't know. His dad already died? 
yeah, but he like he caused his death. That was pretty clear from him showing up yeah. in the circus tent. Maybe he saw more power in Johnny than I don't know. It just seems weird when he can kind of control life and death. He might take the more experienced stunt guy and like maybe you know hold his son's life over his head. So there was like a real but, carrot and stick situation. I don't. I don't know. No, it's. I think it's maybe easier just to kill the dad. And then, because then that puts the kid into that depressed spiral where he's willing to make those rash decisions. Yeah. Just overall would be easier to control in general. But then he waited for, like, fucking 20 years or some shit to call in his favor anyways. So. Right. <laughs> Maybe he just knew it was going to be a while. And he needed somebody that was already young. All right. I'm glad we talked that out. <laughs> Uber prescient Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, because he shows up in in the part that you skipped. Uh, when the, the first up. time he goes to the graveyard. Yeah, when he yeah. just, like, randomly takes himself there, yeah. I guess. And were they trying to hide Sam Elliott being the old Ghost Rider? Because it doesn't seem like they were trying to hide Sam Elliott being the old Ghost Rider. Yeah, but then when it happens at the end... It's like a big reveal. Nick Cage is all... Oh, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that later because I have I have stuff to say about that part. Yeah, it's just like they 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 make it so clear in this scene in this first time you see Sam yeah. Elliott. I think it's supposed to be clear to us, but for 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 Sam Elliott and and Nick Cage, like he's supposed to be being cagey and speaking in in riddles and rhymes. Nick Cagey. <laughs> This Amelia had to be Nick Cagey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so silly to watch and like see that as any sort of believable interaction where Nick Cage doesn't go, "Who's you?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're. It seems like you're being coy, but you're really not. <laughs> uh, then yeah, the mugging victim stole the show with the news interview. Yeah. Yeah, and then I looked it up. And I was like, "Oh, that's that's why." Yeah. yeah. I saw her and I'm like, "That's fucking Rebel Wilson." <laughs> like, I forgot she was in this fucking movie. Uh, Eva I, mean, I love her. Yeah, she's like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> she's like, <laughs> Eva Mendes just stares at her the whole time. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Uh, Eva Mendes came over to apologize for what, and then they made out. What? Uh, yeah. Well, and then. <laughs> She, like, Johnny tries to apologize to her for, like, showing her up, or standing her up on the date or whatever, right? Right. And then she delivers one of the best lines, I think, that has ever been written, and just to, like, just to fuck with someone's mental <laughs> thing, um, she says, Johnny, you may have better pay and more fame, but you're still just a carny. You're just a phase. And she turns around <laughs> and walks away from him, and I was just like... Ooh, that's rough, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and she says, try me? And yeah. doesn't believe a single word of what he says. Yeah. Not one single <laughs> word. Doesn't even try for a second. Obviously is rolling her eyes at, like, second sentence in. <laughs> like, he, got, <laughs> he told you you weren't going to believe it, and you didn't even fucking try to believe the not believable. Yeah. Didn't even try. At all. And then she's just like, alright, whatever, bye. Yeah. <laughs> she just leaves. 
Uh, and then he ends up causing a bunch of destruction. Yeah, he causes... Do you have a, notes a, about the destruction? Um, not really the destruction. I skipped ahead to the prison. So if you want to talk about the destruction... <laughs> I don't. I only have... Uh... It's just more bad CJ. I mean, it's Ghost Rider going out doing Ghost Rider stuff. Yeah, it... He's just taking out petty criminals, essentially, right at the moment. Like, yeah. that's that's all these scenes are. It's just a bunch of CGI, him going out. I guess there's that one part... I guess I was in the first time when he touched the bike... And then you watch it <laughs> transform morphed, yeah. into, like, this weird chopper. <laughs> it was silly. It was silly. Also, um, if the people who, like, the, I don't, I haven't read a lot of Ghost Rider comics. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, how the Pen and Stare works exactly. But if they were just, like, legitimately a petty criminal, like... Maybe they had stolen a couple of things here and there, and they had done this one mugging one time because they were fucking, like, in desperate need. Like, maybe a, a mom's medication situation, like, a serious problem. Are they still gonna, like, go out yeah. with coals in their eyes? I'm pretty sure the pen and stare doesn't care. It's any, any evil interaction. That's... Way too harsh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider's powers are actually legitimately really terrifying. Yeah, so, like, I mean... They, um, I'm trying to <laughs> formulate my thoughts here. The the first guy he kills, the mugger we talked about. Yeah. Uh, he was the legitimate piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to stab. He had a knife. He was he was ready to kill people. Yeah, but like when you look back on his like flashbacks and shit, it was like mm-hmm. all all the like bad things he'd done, and they were like legitimately like I I wouldn't want that guy around my kids, kind of situation like yeah yeah <laughs> but uh so many other people are not that level of bad and could very easily get caught doing crimes that he's just sending i mean relatively innocent people just to hell i guess yeah that is uh that is a thing <laughs> that is a thing i guess this is also the scene where he uh the destruction scene we were just talking about where yeah. he gets trapped up on top of the building and he rides the motorcycle down the building. Is that then? No, no he that's rides later up, on. He rides it up the building in this scene. And mm. Eva Mendez sees him. <laughs> oh, no, that was that's that, after the that, prison. That's later, that's right. Yeah, okay. it is later. Yeah. Alright, so my only note for the prison is jail is silly bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he, like, runs after Roxanne to go, like, and then she drives away, and then immediately the cops roll up. Yeah. Yeah. Because the demons have been killing people, and the cops think it's him? Yeah, the cops think he's involved because of a footprint, maybe? I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I think, though, when he's getting interviewed, the cop says all these people have died since you since you came back to town. Right. That's part of it, but they, they like, they found some evidence of him with the, the demon thing when he had his interaction with them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the connection is there, if I'm being totally honest. <clears throat> I do really love the scene where he's spending the night in the prison cell, <laughs> and... These prisoners want to beat up Johnny Blaze, and they have, like, the worst shit talk to give. Like, the first one that talks to him, he's also, like... Also, wait, why do they want to beat him up in the first place? I'm not sure. Well, the first guy makes it very clear why. He says, and I quote, 
I didn't even have to write this down. I laughed so hard when I saw this that I just, it locked in my brain forever, I think. <laughs> this guy looks at him and he says, Johnny, I bought a ticket to one of your shows, man, so I could come there and see you fail your jump and watch you splat. <laughs> but you did it! <laughs> and then he comes up like he's going to kick the shit out of him. <laughs> like that? That's your big reason for hating Johnny Blaze? You wanted to see him fail his jump and he didn't? Was he talking about the jump that had happened like earlier that day? Uh, maybe, I don't know, but... Like, oh my god, I just thought that was one of the funniest fucking lines. That is hilarious. And, but, and yeah, literally everyone wants to kick his ass in there except for that one, like, little black kid. Yep. And then they cut away, and they cut back, and all of them are dead. He pin and stared at everybody. Hello. It was absolutely silly. And then before he leaves, he turns, he, he cuts away, it cuts back, and all of the bad, evil prisoners have been presumably penance-stared, because they're all just flopping around like fish on the ground. Yeah. And the one kid is, like, backed up against the wall, and Ghost Rider turns and points at him, and he gets all scared looking, and he's just like, INNOCENT! <laughs> and he turns and walks away, and I'm just like, was that necessary? <laughs> it didn't feel entirely necessary. My next uh, note is, this movie sucks. <laughs> Um, he no-no fingers a cop for breaking his jaw. <laughs> yeah, he does do that. No cops are killed by Ghost Rider in this movie. And none at all. Not, not even, like, close to it. No. Um, I thought that was silly. Yeah, that seemed, like, why? Yeah. It seems like there would be cops that have done bad things. You can pin and stare a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> You absolutely could do that to most of them, especially if it works on the smallest of evils. Um, and then he goes and he gets his bike back and he is fighting off the demons and he is, drives up, the, uh, he's up on top of the building and he's fighting that, the, that one demon. Yeah, uh, sorry, everything Freezy Boy says is the cheesiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Everything all the demons say is bad and cheesy like this whole movie is full of terrible cheesy dialogue and hammy puns and one-liners and like it's it's terrible yeah. like the the dialogue of this movie is bad it's not good it's really not good <laughs> um when he's up on top of the building and the cops show up and he throws the fucking chain he lassos the helicopter with the chain and oh, he yeah. yanks it and throws it, and when he lassos it, he yells, Yeehaw! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, if I notice, he yeehawed a helicopter. Yeah! <laughs> that got me so good. I was like, why? <laughs> and I don't think I'd ever noticed that he did that before I watched it this time. Yeah, it was really, really silly. Like, I had never realized that he was yeehawing. I thought maybe he was just yelling or something, nope, I guess. that's a yeehaw. That's definitely a yeehaw. Because <laughs> he's southern, see? <laughs> um, and then he fights the wind demon up there. Oh, yeah. And my next note is, 
they're fighting or whatever, and he can't hit the wind demon because it's made of wind. And the demon, like, floats up above him, and he tries to hit it with the chain, and the demon's like, says, you can't kill me, you can't kill the wind. And so Ghost Rider just puts fire on his chain, and then lassos him, and immediately kills him. Yeah. Just immediately. <laughs> there's oh, no, no he, fight. He, 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 he spins it. Oh, yeah, he spins it. But, well, like, there's no fight there. Yeah, no. He's it, like, you can't kill me. Fuck, I can't. Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he has this showdown with the cops, right? Yeah, yeah. Then he, like, rides his bike down this giant skyscraper, mm. which has to be really bad for that building because we already know that his tires are hot enough to melt asphalt. <laughs> Tear through it, even. And he just slams the bike into the ground. <laughs> From like 30 feet. <laughs> and it's boom. And then he gets off the bike and walks towards the cops. And they just unload on him. <laughs> like completely. Yeah. So no. Uh, why is Eva Mendez allowed to stand in front of the cops who also have their guns drawn? Yeah, I don't know. How is she everywhere? <laughs> is like my thing. Like, she's supposed to be this ace reporter. She has got the best guy on the inside. <laughs> he knows where all the shit's going down. Because she is everywhere. Eva. Yeah, she must. She she's got somebody. Her camera guy is only ever there for just that one like time. Well, the two interviews that she you see her do, the two mm -hmm. actual interviews. The only times she's all the other times she's just there. Yeah, just for some reason. <laughs> well, this time it was to find Johnny because she realized he was telling the truth when he said try or she said try me and he she didn't believe a word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, because she didn't really realize it until she sees him land the bike. Well, she saw she saw him like riding the flaming bike up the building, and yeah. that's that's when she went, ah. <laughs> and then she yeah she gives a little scream when they unload bullets. And I have in my notes, uh, he tanks bullets like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is dead, <laughs> and not. Yeah. Um. My next note is, how did Sam Elliott know he had one ride left? I don't know. So my next note is, uh, I love Sam Elliott. Because the next <laughs> thing that happens is he goes back to the graveyard and he finds Sam Elliott. And yeah, this is a scene that I kind of missed out on because of the DVD. So he goes back to the graveyard and he finds Sam Elliott's character, who I can't remember the name of his character right now. But it's, Sam Elliott. I have yeah. him in my notes every time as Sam Elliott. Me too. Okay. Um, and he tells him that he needs the... The, the fucking contract or whatever of Sam Bagai or whatever that place is that they yeah. have to go to. And, because uh, that's where the demon has... Oh, yeah, they killed Mac. That happened in the interim. Oh, right, right. They killed Mac and they stole Roxanne. The demon yeah. did. Yeah. And, um... Just for funsies, I Yeah, because now it's just the one demon and the water demon. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... They uh, they steal Roxanne, and so he has to get the contract and take it to the demon guy to make you know him give her back or whatever. Right. And uh, so, and then like Sam Elliott doesn't want to give him the contract at first, and he says he's doing a dumb thing, and then he's like, "I got to do it to save her or whatever. I, I'm gonna go tear your house apart, and I'm gonna find the goddamn contract." And he, Turns around to walk away, or maybe he's going to dig. I don't. Know. He takes a shovel, yeah, and he goes to do something, and then 
Sam Elliott's like, he takes the shovel and he wangs it against the tree and the, the contract is hidden inside the shovel handle. Uh, he yeah. pulls it out. And before he hands it to him, he gives him this little speech where he's like, lots of people would have taken that deal for, for power, for fame, for money. You, you took it for love. <laughs> he's like, it, it, uh, that turns it from being a demon contract it gives it a spark of god or something like that and he's like and that makes you unpredictable that's the best damn thing you can be right now <laughs> gives him this little like speech and then he's like well that's about 500 miles from here so if we're gonna make it in time we better get going yeah nick cage is like what do you mean we mm. and then that's when sam elliott turns into ghost rider yeah and he's like, I old got... Old Strider. Yeah, Old Strider. And he's like, I got one more ride left in me. <laughs> and then they do what's quite possibly one of my favorite sequences in this movie, where they're going across the desert, and the really nice, like, kind of western questing music is playing in the background. Right. And I love, like, they had timed it up to, like, the, the horse beats of Sam Elliott's horse are, like, going in time to the triplets of the music and everything. And yeah. I am a sucker for a desert in the night to begin with, and so it was just a really cool scene to see how the horse is leaving these flaming footprints, but you just get the one long streak of fire that's behind the chopper. And, yeah. Like, it was just really cool. I like that's probably my favorite sequence in the movie. It's got really good music behind it. It's the only time in the movie I actually notice that there's music happening. <laughs> because the score of this movie is completely unremarkable. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um right after that they um he he burned the water guy? Yeah, he burned the water guy that tried to drown him. How? He just did a Pokemon Fire Blast. It went into his body somehow while they're underwater in the first place. And then he just boils from the inside. Yeah. Because the, why wouldn't the fire just be suffocated by that guy? <laughs> well, so what I thought was weird, right before that happened. Okay. Right before that, when they, when they get there, uh-huh. right? So Sam Elliott comes with him as the other Ghost Rider. You're like, oh, they're going to team up. Oh, yeah. They're going to yeah. fight <laughs> yeah. off this demon. <laughs> That Sam Elliott's got one last ride and one last fight. Let's fucking go. Like, you're excited for that. They get there, and Sam Elliott turns back into his normal self, and he's like, this is where I gotta go. I just had that one transform left back in me. And I'm like, what? And then he just dips. Why didn't you stay? Yeah, why Why didn't you just stay where you were? Now you're like 500 miles away, and you're not super fast because you can't go Ghost Rider. <laughs> this was a... Odd decision, Sam Elliott. <laughs> it seems like a, yeah, just poorly thought out plan. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know how they bring the water guy. And then uh, the eyes close up standoff. Yeah. They literally zoomed in on both Nick Cage's and the, uh, the bad guy's eyes mm-hmm. like four or five different times. Yeah. It felt very Kung Pao into the fist. Yeah. It was absolutely like. I think what they were trying to evoke was those. Uh, scenes of comic book panels where you'll see them like back and forth like all the way down the page it'll be like eye contact being made Mm -hmm. in split panels so it's like you know splitting perspectives but having the one conversation which works really well in a comic book medium yeah it looks really funny on film (laughs) especially the way they shot and cut it and it was just 
That's strange. Yeah. The, the edit. They made some interesting choices in editing in this movie. I can say that. At the uh, at the nicest way you could say that, actually. Um, um. The the fight with the guy after the he he gets the the contract or whatever, and then he gets like a bunch of souls in him. No, right, 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 right. Wait, just. They made the scroll a big thing. Then he stated it was a scroll and threw it off to the side. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. He didn't read shit off that scroll. He yeah. maybe read the title of it. <laughs> what was the point of having the scroll? I don't know. If you have a scroll, it's because there's something imbued on it. Yeah, he yeah, there had to have been something on there that he needed for the to get the souls. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense for it to not have some level of prevalence. Give give me one line of Latin or something, you know? Mhm. I don't understand. He literally threw it. Right. When he was done saying that it was a soul th- contract thingy, he literally just threw it off to his right side. <laughs> it's yes. Yeah, I don't understand. Then, and then and then the souls show up and they all go in him and he turns into Legion. Yeah, and Legion's neat. I have that as a note. Legion's neat. Yeah. Uh, my next note is uh, fire snowballs. Yeah. And then the fire's <laughs> just on the ground and he just like just goes right and scoops it up in his hand and just hucks it like a baseball. <laughs> yeah. like, a, like a fiery snowball. Yeah. Like, it's, okay. It's silly. It's it's something. I, I'm sure that was something that they were in a meeting sometime, and they were like, "What cool? What more can we do with this CGI fire? There's got to be some more cool things we can do with it." And someone went, "Snowballs." <laughs> <laughs> I like where your head's at. Promoted. Um. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Dorff blood god scene, which is all the things going in and all the spirits it very much reminded me of the first blade movie oh yeah and uh, all the spirits when steven dorf turns into the blood god at the end of that movie fair enough uh ghost rider gun ghost rider gun yeah he gets the gun into the the shade into the moonlight or whatever it is and bla- turns the gun into ghost rider gun yeah which i mean makes sense because all like the chain he turns into ghost rider chain yeah, so the, the chopper he turns into ghost rider chopper like I get it, but it's also so silly. It is. And, like, to have that be just, like, the way you finish it off. Yeah. And then the, the cheesy Eva Mendez not being afraid of CGI yeah. Ghost Rider at the end there. <laughs> That's really good. I, and his his flame turns blue? Yeah, I, I didn't understand you? that. I really didn't. Because like, blue's a hotter flame? Mm-hmm. So he's getting, like, embarrassed, I guess? Is that I, I, is that Ghost Rider blushing? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, because he does. She like walks up to him and he just turns away. And in his weird Ghost Rider voice, he says, "Monster." <laughs> <laughs> also, when Sam Elliott turned old, like oldster, whatever. Why? Why did they let Sam Elliott have his voice, but they took <laughs> Nick Cage's voice away from him? They just like digitally made Sam Elliott's voice a little gravelly. Like, yeah, I don't know what that, I don't know why. I don't, that's what they should have done with Nick Cage. Yeah. Should have just had him scream and then throw some gravel in there. Yeah. I don't Maybe know. actually just have him scream with gravel in his mouth. I'm I pretty sure went. it was him doing the yeehaw. I think that was actually a Nick Cage thing. Yeah, so I just, his his voice sounds silly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh yeah, then the Mephistopheles, I'm pretty sure, is the yeah, yeah. Faustian devil. Demon. Yeah, he's yeah. a yeah, yes um, indeed. One of the like the last thing he says is I will make you pay for this. Yes, I know. And then he immediately dissipates. Yeah. He just leaves. <laughs> like any good comic book villain. This movie held up the, the feeling of watching a comic book in cinematic form for me. It really, they, they tried so hard, and I can see it in every scene. They tried so hard to keep that comic book aesthetic to what they were doing. I, I get it. Like, I get that. But you... You need to adapt. Like, there needs to be some adaptation. Because comic books are really good for being comic books. Like, the, yeah. they are good at being comic books. They are great stories, and they do best in a comic book format. Mm -hmm. The MCU is popular because they took that format and adapted it to film. Yeah. So it's a cinematic experience that still tells a comic book story. Whereas this told a comic book story mm -hmm. in a comic book way using the cinema as, as their a medium. weird forced medium. <laughs> and like I bet the storyboards for this were just actually comic book pages. That yeah. wouldn't even surprise me. Yeah, no, that wouldn't surprise me in the, in the slightest. But sometimes, to make a good... To make a good product, you need to know your market. I bet you comic book pages were the script for this movie as well. <laughs> I would not be surprised at all. <laughs> but when you are reading that cheesy dialogue and putting your own voice to it, like you can make it, even if it is the most ridiculous shit you've ever read, you can make it sound reasonable in your own brain when you're doing it. Yeah. When you hear somebody else say that in earnest, it sounds silly. Yeah. <laughs> It just does. <laughs> so you really, like, X-Men did a good job of adapting silly source material to uh, make a dramatic a dramatic version of that on the screen. Yeah. This took a pretty, like, I don't know, I want to say edgy premise from the time it was made. Um, and... A cool comic book because it like fits the style of comic books when you move from that style <laughs> though you have to move from that style <laughs> like seriously watching a comic book like this I it's not it's not a good movie this is a problem that that plagued the Green Lantern the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie as well I think yeah. Um, I, I so never watched I think, it. Oh, you never did? No. Um, and then he leaves her because reasons? Yeah, well, because he decides to keep being Ghost Rider. Wherever See, he, innocent blood is shed, he will be there to stop Mephistopheles. She didn't say that was a deal breaker. No. It was not a problem for her. No. She had no issue with that at all. She's also, yeah, yeah. she still loves him. Like She kisses him before the end of the movie, underneath that tree that he left her at all those years ago. And does again. Yeah. <laughs> right then. Right then. And um, why? why? I, don't, I do not know. She Maybe because, like, she... She knows about everything. She's been involved in a big old fight, so she knows how serious it is, but she's also seen how strong he is. So, like... Well, there's a second one, so we can watch it, 
And Eva Mendes isn't in, in that, is she? I have no idea. I haven't seen it in years. Oh, Should we do our final yeah, scores? Yeah, what's your final score? I'm going to look up Ghost Rider 2. Um, for the cinematography, I gave this movie a 2 out of 5. Um, the editing was super weird and jumpy. I, I really see the aesthetic they were trying to go for, but it really just did not come across in the way that they wanted it to, and it left a lot of the movie feeling lacking. Like, there was no depth to it. And the some of the jump cuts left you a little nauseous with the amount of times you were spun around talking to all these different people. Oh, like, yeah, that's crazy. It uh, And for a movie that feels like it's supposed to be a fast-paced movie, it slogs. Yeah, it does. If, if this is a movie that can't be an hour and 20 minutes long, there's no way it is. But it feels like a two-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What'd you give the cinematic? The cinematic. Uh, Eva Mendes is not in Ghost Rider 2. <laughs> the cinematic I gave uh, three overall because I thought it was, like, straight middle of the road. Like... This is kind of what people expect from an action movie. It's just jumpier, like you said. I don't disagree with any of your editing mm-hmm. notes. <laughs> it was weirdly edited. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I, I got what they were going for, and it feels like it was uh, intentional. Yeah. So like that's that's why I didn't score it lower for me personally. That's fair. Yeah. Um, for me, the musical score, I, I gave the music a one out of five. I, well, because I, literally, I didn't notice any of the music, except for that one sequence where I got that little, like, 30 second bit of, I really liked the music that went with it, and I thought it was really nice. The rest of the movie, you may as well have not had music. I did not hear, like, yeah, it, the, the score was just. So bland, it was non-existent to me. It was literally just background noise, and that's the you don't want to be overbearing when you're music in a movie, but you want to be known. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gave the music two, um, and that was because of, well, the things you said for the most part. Like I just didn't make note of any like big score things happening. Like they just didn't occur. A lot of and the songs that were in there were just songs that they probably pulled from the radio that were popular at that time when the movie was made. Yeah, it picked they picked a couple of songs early on that I really liked. So that's basically the reason they got a 2 instead of a 1. <laughs> um the acting I gave a 2 and a half. Okay. Um because while this is exactly what I expect from like Nick Cage trying to portray Nick Cage in this movie is this fun blend before he goes Ghost Rider when he's just Johnny Blaze he is this fun blend of like dumb country bumpkin and just this like almost blank wooden slate that you yeah. can almost just paste yourself onto very easily he's just a nothing of a guy and uh and I really like that as a performance especially for the way Johnny Blaze is and just like, like I, I feel like that was done very well. But overall, in this movie, like I said... Um, Mac. Mac was, like, the best actor in this movie. Mac's in a movie full reason... of people who objectively are great actors, and he was the best one. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, Mac was the main reason this got a two in acting for me instead of a one. Um, Nick Cage is Nick Cage. I love he, Nick Cage. Don't get me wrong. He's he, one of my guys. He is kind of a separate category when I put the acting up. Like, it's Nick Cage. He's going to yeah. Nick Cage up the role. Mm-hmm. Like, how does everyone else respond to that? You're right. Basically... And they all responded in wildly different ways. In wildly different <laughs> ways, and none of them felt quite right. Um, um, I think except his real, for Max. I was, was going to say, him and Mac, like, they, they worked well together on the screen. I would, them being best friends and being close like that was very believable when yeah. they had scenes together. Well, yeah, because Mac felt like a, uh, a Sam and uh, Johnny Blaze felt like uh, Frodo. Yeah, I suppose. One of them pays <laughs> attention and does stuff. The other one's traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then fun for fun I gave this movie a three and a half on the fun oh yeah um, I did not read you my last note and I will read it to you now okay I think I might love this movie <laughs> it's so bad it's really bad it's so bad but there are just these moments in it that, like, pull me through. Like, my next note immediately after this movie sucks is how he lassoed a helicopter and screamed <laughs> yee-haw, which immediately sucked me right back in. I'm like, that! That's the bad schlocky shit I'm looking for. Like, <laughs> and, like, it's it's bad, but it's, it has that fun factor to it. At least in some... Some parts definitely drag. Yeah. Some parts of this movie you will get bored by you will stop paying attention maybe even i know i did a couple of times (laughs) but there are some parts of this movie that just suck you in and you can't help but to be sucked in by them and get sucked off by those uh fucking skull lips yeah yeah flaming skull lips flaming skull lips that's a not quite a band maybe a cover band i don't know i feel like that's a pin and stare waiting to happen (laughs) um i i for fun i gave this a four a four? A yeah. four. Overall, this movie sucks. This is a bad film. Oh, it's terrible. This is a poorly produced, weirdly over-CGI'd and under-CGI'd at the same time. Uh, too, too little, like, I, I don't know, interest from the side characters. They just mm-hmm. don't seem like they're interested in being in this movie. Uh, overall, this is a poor film. It's it's bad it was badly made i don't know why anyone kept their name attached to it if i'm being quite honest but (laughs) maybe it's because i had a lot of fun yeah it's it's bad and shitty and a lot of fun it is just there's something about this movie that really just you get pulled into it you it's it's a fun time to watch it it's, is it's, this the only time Nicolas Cage and uh, Sam Elliott share a screen? I believe so. I don't think he's in the second one. Yeah, well, that just seems like a weird combo. I'm, it I'm, is. I felt like that kind of worked a little bit, but I, I didn't, you, you didn't have enough time to flesh it out, so you didn't really get a sense of what was what could have been there. Right. Um, overall, I mean, I gave this movie out. If I add all the scores together, it got a nine out of twenty for uh. me. I got an 11 out of 20 overall. Um, well, you had a half in there. I had two halves in there. A two oh, and a half and a three and a half. That's right. Um, so, I guess my next question for you I is... I uh, check my math now. My next question for you is, is this or is this not a yeah. bad movie? Would you recommend this movie to people? I would recommend this as a bad movie. 
Yeah, I think I would recommend this movie to people, but only if you are already a fan of comic booky stuff and that campy, schlocky, bad movie stuff. If you don't like either one of those <laughs> things, then you're not going to like this movie. Yeah. It's the same reason people like the, the Marvel movies now, but they did not like the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, um, as discussed a little bit ago. Right. Like, it's it's that same campy, bad vibe that, unless you're into specifically that niche of thing, you're probably not going to enjoy this. If, if somebody's not that into comic books, but is really into B-movies, I'd show them this. Okay, that, that's fair. Yeah. Um, it's a... It's a good, bad movie. It's one of those movies that, like, you make a drinking game for. And, yeah. And watch with your friends, because that sounds like a fun thing to do. Like yeah. Every that's... time Ghost Rider does some stupid shit, y'all take, take another drink. Yeah. Every time Eva Mendez shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Not time... when she's on screen, just when she shows up. Yeah. Every time she gives him that weird smile and he gives her that blank stare back, like, he has <laughs> no idea what that smile means. <laughs> Every time he drinks from his jelly bean <laughs> thing. It's a jelly teeny. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to use a martini glass for those. Um, Why not just have, like... It makes him feel fancy. He's a country bumpkin. That is fancy to him. You got Like, that is a key part of this character that only shows itself every now and again. Because, for the most part, he doesn't use a southern accent. But for, like, a couple of lines <laughs> in this movie... He definitely does when he does, though. He, he puts it all the way on, and yeah. then it's just gone, and you're like, okay. Yeah, just back to regular Nick Cage again. <laughs> a couple scenes later, you get one line. Nick Cage again. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it be Nick Cage again. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that's this episode of Bad Movies. Yeah. Um, Ghost Rider's bad. Ghost Rider's Nick bad. Nick Cage is... Um, Fun. Chaotic good. I love Nick Cage, one and, of my favorite actors. And Sam Elliott's a legend. Yes, indeed. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>